From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up in this episode, I chat with Jan Gadsden, owner of Top Office Group and creator of Executive Outlook, the only local survey of business leaders which takes the pulse of business sentiment across Ipswich every year. Under the cloud of COVID-19, it is throwing up some surprises and heartbreaking stories. It's Monday, May 25, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australians since 1999. Jan and John Gadsden saw a need to support the Ipswich business community more than 30 years ago. They established Top Office Group to support recruitment, learning and development and career planning. Jan Gadsden is as passionate as ever about supporting Ipswich businesses and joins me now. Thanks for talking to Ipswich today, Jan. Thank you, Alan, for the opportunity. Much appreciated. Before we talk about Executive Outlook and the current imposts on businesses under COVID-19, can you just tell us a little bit about the top office group and where it all began? Ah, certainly. Well, um, we founded the top office group in um, 1989 as a company and um, we founded it in Ipswich to support a need for um, predominantly for temporary staff placements and also for training, which was mainly computer training back in the day and accredited business certificates. And um, it was founded by myself and John. So we've stood the test of time to survive a recession and the GFC and blood inundation of our training academy. But we um, do stand very proud as a second-generation business now led um, by Belinda, my daughter, and um, we're very proud of our community and being part of Ipswich, which is always our, which which remains our heartland, despite um, expansion into other markets as well and into Brisbane. You continue to be involved in supporting other businesses, large and small. What are the major changes in attitudes you've seen in over 30 years? Okay, well, I think most of that would revolve around um, technology and the growth in technology and what that has meant for um, businesses moving forward because it obviously has changed so so rapidly and exponentially in terms of the way that we do business. And um, what we're able to do, like now, for example, being able to work from home um, through the pandemic and lean on tools like Zoom and cloud technology, etc. There's no way we could have done that back then. Um, So I'd say, you know, mainly the change has been um, the rapid growth in, in technology, which has fundamentally changed the way all of us do business. Along came the idea of Executive Outlook. Now, it must be a labour of love for you, because I imagine it takes a lot of time to get those surveys together and the results together each year. Uh, yes, it does, and it's really something that I wanted to do because we um, value our community and how we can support and help one another. So it is um, presented exclusively by Top Office, 
group and we capture the views of local business leaders through very in-depth face-to-face interviews, although that changed a little um, this year, of course. It's been more by Zoom, but we then matched that with other data available and it has become or is, is often called the most comprehensive, insightful study of our region. So this is our 12th year running now. And I think the community is very appreciative of, of what we do and, and why we do it. It's really a barometer of local business conditions and a forum to be able to share ideas. And for us, when you say a labour of love, it's a way for us to, I guess, um, give back and an investment in local industry that um, enables us to just identify those market conditions and issues specific to the region and make the broader comparisons back to broader, like, state, national, global trends. Yes. I know it's well-received each year by the Ipswich business community because it is 100% local. Do you get any annual surprises come out of the surveys? Uh, Yeah, quite often we do. Um, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and and quite often um, those surprises counter the general trends and the broader trends as well. So um, the areas that we normally look at are areas like our challenges, confidence levels, areas of skill shortages, hiring intentions go, going forward and technological change. So yes, we quite often do and I find that um, quite often Executive Outlook businesses are a lot more optimistic than a lot of the trends and headlines that you see coming through. And why do you think that is, Jan? I think we've got every good reason to be optimistic um, in the area. It's obviously a fast-growing region that we have, despite the changes that have gone on recently. But there are still like thousands of new jobs being created here at Rhinopal and Australia Post, Coles Distribution, and just those projections show that Ipswich and the Gold Coast will drive Queensland's job growth um, over coming years. And I think that really confidence in the region almost shields Ipswich from the chilly winds that are perhaps hitting other regional centres. Well, in the time you've been doing Executive Outlook and and perhaps in the whole time you've been in business, are there any business sectors that have disappeared? At the moment, seeing a lot of small businesses go to the wayside, which is very sad, and I actually find that um, that particularly heartbreaking, those that are particularly at the moment, those that are in distress and those that just couldn't hang on through no fault of their own and people that had to walk away from their dreams. So, yeah, and, and you see that scattered throughout Ipswich as well, and I find that, you know, quite heartbreaking. Well, let's flip the coin and talk on the upside and what new categories of business have you seen come along in that time? Okay, well, new business-wise, I think technology is the clear winner in all of this. You know, technology is there for the long haul, so those businesses that have been able to embrace technology, go with it, and also the the disruptors as well that are creating the technology um, are the clear winners out of this um, as a sector. And also I see that security risks and attacks are sort of a byproduct of the environment we now are in. And I think you need brilliant 
IT support behind the scenes really driving that. Mm. So um, I see that probably as the main sector that's really, really flourished and also just sort of broader trends of seeing it switch go from um, go more into a service economy, which has been successful for the region as well. This year's survey will be particularly interesting with uh, COVID-19. Can you share any early results yet or are you still compiling? Yes. No, I can certainly share some early results on it all. And obviously, we've faced extraordinary challenges and quite radical COVID changes. So in terms of our focus this year, we're not we're not surveying as much as we normally would. We're just looking at a couple of key areas, that being, you know, how businesses are are coping to add value right now and adapting to the new norm and the well-being of our staff, which are key themes that we're all working through. So what we're seeing so far, and we're not even halfway through, but we have spoken to dozens of business leaders. We found confidence has just dived and that's arguably driven by the pandemic. But there's also the uncertainty over the um, trade wars and wild swings on the markets and interest rate cuts and these global recessionary conditions, and they're not helping. So, you know, I mean, so far, the pandemic's really knocked the wind out of our sails with most businesses. But we're very, you know, very grateful for those businesses to be sharing their their ideas just to change and bend and flex and, and protect business. Well, one thing that's emerged is this sense of just evolving together and just collectively um, participating in conversations. Another theme to come out of this and, and come out of it globally as well is this um, sort of force of collaboration and and um and camaraderie, it's been a key feature coming through our research as well. And I think that so many businesses are adapting to the new normal and really using it as a force for good, which is which has been great to see. Um, you know, things like distillers making hand sanitizers, manufacturers creating ventilators, telehealth services have popped up everywhere. And one of the participants in Executive Outlook and Medical Practice told me that 75 percent of consultations are now teleconsults, which I guess that will gradually change. And um, yeah, I think it's been a good thing to see that kindness pandemic catch on, um, you know, whilst we've been going through this period. It's, there certainly has been some rapid changes, and I think that hand sanitizer one is a is a great example. <laughs> um, and I think the shortages have uh, have eased on a lot of those products. Uh, I think all uh, larders and kitchens across Australia are well stocked for many months and years to come. Would you like to know the challenges that we're finding so far? Certainly, please share. We are we are doing a tough, and um, business leaders are really grappling with how to cut costs and um, manage staff remotely and engage with clients. Because obviously we've still got to keep business coming through the doors. So I think they're the big issues now. And also um, we're running with the or, or just going with the what if. So if we're being told to brace for more economic shocks, you know, what happens if profits fall more and um, what can we do there and how can we reinvent and that sort of thing. So 
on the, I guess, upside of it all, I think everyone is just overwhelmingly grateful for the, the um, government stimulus and also the JobKeeper allowance, just seen as a godsend to be able to leverage that and preserve the jobs for the long haul and and um, really back our teams and, and push forward together. So that support's been wonderful. But yeah, none of us have really escaped COVID havoc, probably except for the t- um, technology sector. And perhaps the supermarkets. Yeah, oh, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. But the other thing that um, has come out of our conversations is that it's sort of very much a leadership issue going on here just to be really brave and bold and, and consider everyone's ideas and action that. And I think the um, pressure going through these last few months for leaders has just been monumental just to adapt and have to make hard decisions fast and and communicate the plan just as we have as well. So our teams know exactly what's facing them and then making use of Zoom to really boost productivity and engagement. Yes. Talking about all those changes, are there any standout examples you can give how uh, where, where someone in business has adapted in 24 hours to, to cope with changing circumstances? Well, a lot of that's been around having their people work from home and being able to just pick up and run with the technology and the tools to be able to um, make that happen. I know from our perspective, Linda's pulled all of that together, but she had to pretty much do it instantly to, to get those tools together to enable people just to basically working from home now for the next couple of months and here's how we're going to make it happen. So pulling that together, you know, was a massive change. And then just having to make the really um, kind of hard decisions. For example, discretionary spend. What can we put under the microscope? What can we cut right now? You know, we're needing to to get through this as, as a business. We're needing to support our staff. We need to cut expenses, but we still need to keep business ticking over and communicate with our clients. So I think they're the main things that you just have to do off the bat. Restrictions are slowly easing, Jan. They are. Looking forward. Uh, yes. How's the, how's the sentiment coming from the people you've surveyed so far as the restrictions ease and they get back to some kind of normal? Yeah, very much looking forward to, um, to the recovery <laughs> and also, I guess, planning for that recovery and realising that, you know, along the way, Now's the time to just connect and stay close to your key clients and, and get through this basically as a business. But for them, it's about gaining an insight too into what their clients are facing and what they're going to need and really knowing where that value is. Because obviously, as we look to the recovery, opportunities are everywhere. And I think that, yeah, key on everyone's mind is where does that value lie in this current climate and will we need to change our pipeline of service offerings to be able to add value on that day of recovery and also really just getting in there and backing their team and embracing the new path together. 
Do you need any more businesses to take part before the final report from Executive Outlook is available? Ah, yeah, very much so. We'd love to have more businesses on board to add to the survey and add to our results, most definitely, and, and would invite any business that would like to participate to, to come on board with us and either to contact myself or, or Belinda or Roger. And that's at Top Office Group, Darling Street, Ipswich. Yes, it is. So our number there is 3812-2920. And then we are aiming, all being well, to have our um, our normal um, business leaders presentation happening in late October, early November, around that time period, and holding the faith on being able to do that. Let's keep our fingers crossed that... Uh the recovery of COVID-19 or the management of COVID-19 will allow that to happen. Most definitely. Jan, thanks again for talking to us. Thanks, Alan. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australians since 1999. You can share this podcast from your favourite app, or play Ipswich today from your smart speaker. Suggestions are welcome for future interviews and topics. Just go to the Ipswich Today Facebook page and leave a message. Music is from Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.